how very much I've loved you. How very much I've tried my best to give you the good life. He said, Jesus himself said, the Son of God. In this law, he said, dwelleth all the law and all the prophets. Childish manner, Scott and I impishly danced around his body before he was dead. Just strangely enough, it was a rush, a teenager's rush. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah! Hello, strangers, and welcome to a new episode of Strange Talk Podcast. And I am featuring a special guest. If you follow me on Instagram at Strange Talk Podcast, then you would know that I'm having a special guest, and he is here with me in all his big dick energy. That is, because without this man, I probably would not even be doing a This Week in Crime. And this is the number one man that is responsible solely for sending me oodles and oodles of news articles that help create the episodes of This Week in Crime. And I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend himself. Rocky the Collector, which you can find him on Instagram. And he also has a podcast himself, and I'm going to stop talking now so he can actually say something. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me on. That is very nice of you. What do I say after that? Besides, welcome to this podcast after dark. Yes, indeed. It is very late for both of us, and he has been kind enough to have me on. So thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. I'm glad to actually have you on, actually, because you started off as a listener and now you have your own podcast, The Collection. So go and check it out because surprisingly uh, for you just starting out, it's actually pretty well done, I would say, so far. I'm actually, thank you. Thank I'm actually you. fairly that. impressed. Yes, I'm fairly impressed. I've learned it all from listening to you. Oh, you don't have to lie. That's okay. You're already on the, you're already on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right, so for those of you that don't know yet, and you should know because you're listening to this episode that we're getting out for you, we recently, well, we, I mean, as an I, recently received a request to do a special topic by the former podcast hostee of Creep It Real podcast. She recently left so she could fulfill her desires of being a fitness coach, I guess, or a nutritional coach. I really don't know. Reach out to me, Shy. You know who you are. Reach out to me and let me know exactly what you would like to be called. A nutritional coach, a fitness coach, or whatever coach. But um, she wanted me to do the subject or tackle the subject, snuff films. And I thought, why not include Rocky the Collector, who probably may or may not have his own snuff films made. (laughs) I mean, I cannot confirm nor deny. Ah, that's a good answer. Good answer. It's the same thing that Bill Clinton would probably say. Oh, he definitely would. Definitely would. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to be tackling the sick, sick, twisted subject of snuff films. Are they, do snuff films even exist? Technically, they don't. By definition, they technically don't. But technically, through technicality, I guess you can say they do. But, um... For the actual answer, no, they don't exist. So I guess this episode's over with. So good night, everybody. Thanks for joining right, me, Rocky the Collector. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. All right, no, but seriously. All right, so a snuff film. For those of you that don't know what a snuff film is, I'm just going to get into it. But a snuff film 
is a genre that purports to show scenes of actual homicide. Okay, so they show actual murder. Okay, the promotion of these films depends on sensational claims, which are generally impossible to prove. And there are sophisticated techniques for simulating the appropriate special effects. So technically, by definition, there are films that we're going to actually be getting into. Rocky the Collector, who is a collector, says it in his name that he's a collector. He's going to be talking about the film aspect of snuff films. But by definition, a snuff film or snuff movie is a movie in a purported genre of movies in which a person is actually murdered or commits suicide. It may or may not be made for financial gain, but it's supposedly circulated amongst a jaded few for the purpose of entertainment. Some film records of executions and murders exist, but in those cases, the death was not specifically staged for financial gain or entertainment. Okay, so technically, like I said earlier, technically snuff films do exist. Uh, For example, um, if anybody's ever heard of the story, well, if you actually go back to my episode of the Christine Chubbuck and <laughs> Robert Arba <laughs> Dwyer, you could probably hear that is not gorilla a snuff- podcast making <laughs> gorilla podcast. Yes, making. gorilla uh, podcast making. If you could hear those screams, no, that is not a snuff film in the making. <laughs> that is my daughter screaming bloody murder because she unfortunately woke up and does not want to go back to sleep now. But we're doing this. We're going to make it yes, happen. Yes, we're going to make it happen regardless of what goes down. I mean, it could be the end of the world and it still doesn't matter. We'll still be podcasting. We will get an hour of audio into this. Oh, yes. Hopefully it does turn out to be an hour. Uh, who, but who cares? As long as you guys enjoy it, it shouldn't matter the length of an episode. Because I don't know. I feel like that's what a lot of people tend to go for. It's not for. the length. It's the yeah. motion of the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's not the length. It's the most motion of the ocean. <laughs> So the first known use of the term snuff movie was in a 1971 book by author Ed Sanders, which was called The Family, the story of Charles Manson's dune buggy attack battalion. That is a mouthful. He alleges that the Manson family was involved in making such a film in California to record their murders. The noun snuff originally meant the part of a candle wick that has already burned. Verb snuff meant to cut this off and by extension to extinguish or kill. The word has been used in the sense in English slang for hundreds of years, and it was defined in 1874 as a term very common among the lower orders of London, meaning to die from disease or from an accident. Film studies professor Bose Hagen argues that the concept of snuff films originated decades earlier than is commonly believed, at least he suspects as early as 1907. That year, Polish-French writer, I'm probably going to butcher this fucking name, but I want to say it's Guillaume Apollinaire. That sounds about right to me. All right, cool. That's fine. Published the short story, A Good Film, about newsreel photojournalists who stage and film a murder due to public fascination with crime news. In the story, the public believes a murder is real, but police inaccurately determine the crime was fake. Hagen also proposes that the film Network, which if you've never seen, it's actually about a news anchor. And it's actually a really, it's a really good, have you ever seen that movie, Rocky? I actually have not. Shockingly, I have not. Wow. It's it's actually a pretty cool movie. And strangely enough, that movie came out in 1976 and Christine Chubbuck, uh, on-air suicide, I believe, happened in either 1974 or 1975, right. and that movie came out. So, no, that movie came out a year later, so 1975 is when she um, committed suicide live on air. And that movie is about a weatherman, a news anchor, who um, goes crazy live on air and kills himself. 
That's crazy. I got to check that out. Yeah, it's called Network. It's actually a pretty good movie. Um, and the film Network contains an explicit fictional snuff film depiction when television news executives orchestrate the on-air murder of a news anchor to boost ratings. That's essentially what the film is. That's like a little synopsis. <clears throat> According to film critic Jeffrey O'Brien, whether or not commercially distributed snuff movies actually exist, the possibility of such movies is implicit in the stock B movie motif of the mad artist killing his models, as in such films like A Bucket of Blood from 1959 or Color Me Blood Red in 1965 or Decoy, Gordon Lewis, baby. Mm-hmm. Or Decoy for Terror, 1967, also known as the Playgirl Killer. The concept of snuff films being made for profit became more widely known when the commercial filmed, I'm pretty sure you know this movie, called Snuff from 1967. Haha, <laughs> yes I do. Okay, see? Ah, that's why they call him Rocky the Collector. So this low-budget exploitation horror film was originally titled Slaughter. And it was directed by Michael and is it Michael or Michelle or Michelle? I think it's Michelle. Michelle. Okay. Michelle and Roberta Findlay. In an interview decades later, reporter Findlay said the film's distributor, Alan Shackleton, had read about snuff films being imported from South America. And therefore, he thought it would be a good idea to retitle it Slaughter. I mean, retitle it from Slaughter to Snuff to exploit that idea. He also added a new ending that depicted an actress being murdered on a film set just to, just to you know, spice it up a little bit more. And the, on the promotion of Snuff, when the film premiered in 1976, um, it was suggested that it featured a murder and the film that could only be made in South America where life is cheap was its slogan. And it was plastered all over posters and billboards promoting the film. But that and the was, posters are awesome. Are they? I, you know, I, I saw a picture of it briefly uh, when I was doing the research of it. But um, I, I haven't seen the film per se, but I have, I have, um, I have seen, what's it called? Um, I haven't seen the film per se, but I have seen that scene where they supposedly murder the, the, the woman, the actress. Right, right, right. Yeah, I have seen that, that scene. But, you, I mean, by today's standards, it, you can tell it's completely fake. Correct, correct. Also... Shack- Shackleton, I believe it is Shackleton, yeah, Shackleton. He also put out false newspaper clippings that reported a citizens group crusading against the film and hired actual people to act as protesters to picket the screenings. So, for advertising, this is how you had to advertise. Yeah, so it is actually kind of like a, I mean, it's obviously false advertising, but I mean, if you think about it, we companies actually still do shit like that today. I mean, for instance, there was a game. I want to say back in 2012, 2013. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Um, it's called Dante's Inferno. It, it's loosely it's familiar, based off of the, familiar, but I haven't played it though. It, it's, it's loosely based off of the Dante's Inferno poem um, about, you know, the man who goes into like the seven circles of hell so he can, you know, get his wife back or girlfriend, I think. But um, EA hired um, like fake protester, protesters, 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 uh, at E3 when they were promoting the game to like show it off for the first time, just so that way they could like cause more controversy and like get more buzz for Dante's Inferno the video game. So this that's a tactic that we still actually use to this very day. That's awesome. So Rocky the Collector Bad publicity is good publicity. Yes, that is very true. That that is actually very true. It doesn't matter because I mean, look at who we have as a president. <laughs> so that's actually Ooh, that's true. a whole nother episode. <laughs> I, I know. So Rocky the Collector has even more information when it comes to uh, the genre of films and everything and what have you. So why don't we? Why don't you take it? Take it. 
from from me now. Take I, it from me. I, I, I will do it. Th- thank you. Yes. There we go. So I just wanted to mention, as far as, like, death on film and then tying it into, you know, just modern movies now, I would say in 1912 when I'm going to mess this name up completely, <laughs> but Franz Reich, Reich, Reichsler of Paris jumped off the Eiffel Tower. Supposedly it's the first known on-camera death. Really? Obviously not a snuff film, but I would say since I would, I mean, we've been fascinated with death on film for over a hundred years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as snuff films, I would say back in for at least for me, how I kind of got into the genre of or the submersive films, as they would say, would be back in like 2000. Well, I would say way before that. I'm actually going to start with Faces of Death. I'm going to pick Faces of uh, Death. Faces I know we're going to cover. Death. I know we're going to cover Faces of Death. I came in a little bit late in 1981 when Faces of Death two came out. I obviously did not watch it in 1981 because I'm not. I'm not that old. I'm not that old. <laughs> I watched it many, many years later, but it scarred me to the point where I had to look this up. I'm like, what? What are these movies? What's this fascination around death cinema? So it just continued after that. After I watched Faces of Death 2, I was completely hooked. So how, how did you even come across like Faces of Death and Faces of Death 2? Because I've actually never seen Faces of Death 2. I've only seen Faces of Death 1. That's, that's the only well, you... one that I can say that I've seen. Like, how, did, how did you come across it like to even watch it? So essentially, my aunt owned a mom and pop video store oh that's cool and it was it was in like the heyday it was way before blockbuster her actual video store was essentially gutted out for a blockbuster video that i would ultimately like a decade and a half after that work for but i would be like enamored by the big box videos and the horror section and i was like all right well this is i can't rent any of these but these are crazy and then eventually when i could or when i could sneak them out i just became completely obsessed with it i would then work for like a ton of mom and pop video stores after that before then eventually working for blockbuster video oh so you actually worked at a blockbuster video i did i did wow you know it's it's funny because i always wanted to get a job for me it wasn't blockbuster video we had blockbuster video but i felt like um blockbuster video was for the rich and we were poor, so we would go to Hollywood Video. I don't know if they had those over there. We did. We actually did have Hollywood Videos. That's oh, okay. funny. Yeah. So like, for... I actually stole stuff from Hollywood Video. <laughs> Sorry, Hollywood Video. <laughs> it's okay. They're no longer around. I was around poor too. too. I needed. I needed those <laughs> CDs. They were actually tape cassettes at the time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was born in '84, but I still collected tape cassettes. You are you are four years ahead of me. Good sir, four years ahead of me. I was uh, in '88, so yeah, I, I was the year that the world was gifted with one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh my god, yes. I love it! Yeah, so good. I, I love that cheese cheesy movie. It's such a good movie. But we digress. Continue forward with the Faces of Death. So yes, yeah, so I became enamored with Faces of Death, which. As most people know, the original Faces of Death and the subsequent sequels 
were for the most part a little bit of mix of real death on film and fake. So essentially, John Allen Schwartz, who was the primary director and producer of the first, I'm not 100% sure if he did the second one. I don't think he did. I think he just did the first one. Um, staged, I believe at this point, he came forth and said 80% of it was fake. But mm. watching at the time, you would 100% believe that it was real. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, as far as like death on film or tying back to a snuff film, I would say that that is kind of like the birthplace for a lot of people. Um, I would say a more modern take on snuff-related materials, like you kind of touched base on earlier with like August Underground. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if a lot of listeners have heard of Lucifer Valentine. Um, in 2006, he released the first, which would become a trilogy, which would become ultimately five movies in the Vomit Dolls series, um, which would it kind of featured anywhere from bizarre happenings to people just vomiting on film for no reason. I mean, it was kind of like very artsy kind of a thing, but the premise behind it and how you had to actually obtain the film was you had to actually put in work. Like you actually had to sign up for the website. You had to pay whatever fee to be, you know, all kind of part of the group. And then you were shipped the DVD, you were shipped the poster, you were shipped the shirt. So, so when I heard about this, I was like, well, I, I got to do this. I got to find out what this is all about. Was it simply... Even if it was com completely crap. Like, I just, I had to know. So was it simply... So like I did you, it. Oh, sorry. Was it simply because you, ha you had to sign up for it because it was just like... They, they couldn't sell any stores. They just had to sell it directly through their website? Was, was oh, it, yeah. Like, there were, there were no... There was no stores that were going to carry this. There was no tower video there was no sam goody there was no blockbuster i mean no one was carrying it at this point so i'm like all right i'll sign up see what it's all about i waited and i waited i thought i got ripped off i didn't get anything in the mail i'm like well this freaking sucks so i contact them i'm like they're never they're never gonna get in touch with me they're like all right well we could either refund you or we can send you another copy i'm like well do whatever you ha i just want to see this so that same day i call them I get the DVD and the shirt and the poster in the mail. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> like, I don't even know, like maybe a week or two later, I get another shirt and I get another DVD. Already, I, I obviously, I already watched it. I'm like burning it and trading it with people. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, this, I'm, you know, I'm kind of glad I watched it, but, you know, was it worth all this like, oh, Bob. I mean, it served its purpose. Now, if you look up the original copy of Slaughtered Vomit Dolls on eBay or Amazon, you'll sometimes see it selling for $1,000 a copy. Jesus. Which is completely ridiculous. Which does, in the DVD, Blu-ray collecting world, happens every so often. But when it does, it's usually one of these fucked up movies. Hello? Oh no, did I lose you? Did you? Can you hear me? No, no, I got you. 
thought we were going to take over after that. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know. Wait, cut. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, no. Oh, Why? No. Okay, Why we're good. Why did I just keep talking? <laughs> we're good. We're fine. We're fine. Uh, so, you know what? I'm actually curious about uh, what, what is the movie of girls with vomiting dolls or dolls spitting vomit? What is it called? Slaughter, slaughter and vomit dolls. <laughs> slaughter vomit dolls. Because I, as I was doing the research, uh, like gathering little like things here and there, I would constantly see that film being mentioned as part of like the snuff. So you've seen the movie. I have never seen that movie. I never heard it up until I actually did the research of it. What? is that movie even about like does it actually contain murders is it even presented in a way to look like a snuff film or i mean yeah kind of like the later ones definitely like i've seen the first one and the second one i kind of tuned out after that but the first one and the second one definitely have that sort of like it could be real you don't really think it is but at the end of the day it's still completely messed up and like i mean there's a scene where there's a girl who is an amputee and all of a sudden it like cuts. There's like, again, it's like weird little clips. So it cuts to like this girl with one arm and you're like, all right, well, how did she lose the arm? And then you're kind of like, well, I guess I'm not, we're not really supposed to know because that's not this kind of a movie. And she just starts playing the guitar with one arm. And then you're like, all right. And then like, she just starts kind of, vomiting and you're like all right well that's also just kind of bizarre for so no it's kind reason of like an hour and 11 minutes of people vomiting and prostitutes doing what prostitutes do like vomit <laughs> i guess that's what they do i don't know <laughs> well after I, the I, money's exchanged <laughs> and the fun is had i guess that's what they do i'm pretty sure i i, I imagine so i would say if anything it that film is probably more of a fetish film rather than a snuff film would you agree right okay so it's right. more of a fetish genre so well because i mean having because when i did the research i actually because i was able to find um some of the movies because one film we haven't yet mentioned was um a siberian is it a serbian serbian Serbian? film yeah Yeah, a serbian film and i saw that film and i remember back in the day i think when the film first came out or was like starting to be passed around or talked about i was in like maybe like senior year of high school i think when that movie was being talked around talked about have you have you seen the serbian film yes Yes. Okay. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm just going to get this out of the way. That movie is stupid. <laughs> it's not even, <laughs> it's not even shocking. It's like shocking to be shocking, but it's not shocking. Like, I mean, maybe because I'm so fucking dark and I've seen like real murders and right. videos of real people dying. Maybe that's why I just have like a morbid, like, I'm like, ah, this is like nothing. This is like for pussies. Like, <laughs> like that's how my mentality right. is because like even, okay. In the film, I guess the shocking part that a lot of my friends talked about when they said they've seen this movie was in the film, a Serbian film, the film is to give a synopsis of the movie. A Serbian film is basically about this guy who was a porn star and he was well known because he was able to like keep an erection 
for a really long time. That, that I'm, that's not a joke. That's the actual. No, that, that is the premise. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And so this psychotic, uh, would be film director wants to hire him to do a porn movie, and he says he does a type of subgenre called like. I don't remember exactly the words. It's either shocking porn or um, dirty porn or so. I don't remember exactly what he says in the film, but he hires him to do. But all this fucked up shit happens to the main character. I want to say his name. Is his name Milos? Ah, that's not even important. But anyways, the whole back to what I was saying in the beginning that even brought up a Serbian film was the fact that my friends were always talking about this particular scene in the film where he watches the director before he starts like before he even tells him like hey this is the film we're gonna do he's like why don't you check out some of my films and there's a scene where there's a pregnant chick getting fucked by this dude who's bald and she's starts giving birth (laughs) and and the dude (laughs) starts taking the baby out like helping her in in the middle when he's still filming this by the way and then he was just trying to help. Yeah, I guess so, but a little too much because he had nefarious like <laughs> motives. Because after he takes the fake baby, you can completely tell it's fake. Because obviously, I mean, I shouldn't even complain that it's fake <laughs> because then it just sounds <laughs> sounds even more wrong. Like, hey, you want you want it to be a real fucking baby? No, but the reason Welcome why the podcast after dark. <laughs> yes, the podcast after dark. If you couldn't tell, this fucking topic is called snuff films. This one is not for the kiddos, uh, but. He then takes the baby, the fake baby, mind you, and he begins to rape it. And it's a baby rape scene. And um, I guess that's the whole point of being shocking. But to be honest with you, I guess the reason why I didn't like it per se was because it didn't have like that um, type of – it didn't look like it was filmed amateurly. It looked like it was a budgeted movie, which it obviously is. But I guess that's why for me I didn't find it as shocking. I didn't find it disturbing. To be honest with you – I don't know the name of the guy who directed um, August Underground. Maybe you do, Rocky. I'm not sure. Just chime in if you know it. I don't know it. But um, the guy who... I don't. I wish I did. Okay. I've seen the documentary about the August Underground, about how they made the film. To I've me, seen it. Yeah. I own it. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> I uh, own all of them. Just for the record, I own all of them. Okay. So now you kind of get Sorry little... to admit that. <laughs> yeah. People, you but have... I own all of them. To me, I, I, like, it's not as good. At least the first one. The first one is not even a movie, I would say. It's more of just like this guy had an idea and he set out to do it and he actually accomplished it. But the thing is about it, I will give him this, that he did make a shocking movie because it honestly did feel like I was watching – a person because it makes me it makes me worried about his actual state of mind that he actually a hundred percent yeah like because if you don't know the film august underground you may be curious to go watch this be fairly warned though that it is not for an i guess somebody who's not particularly how could i even put this it's just it's not for the average moviegoer or even horror buff at, no, at, not at best. All. No, it is actually a very would, shocking film. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, I would definitely say that that is the closest to if you were to ever believe that something is real or if you were ever to wake up and go, oh my God, I can't believe somebody posted this video online. Yeah, they found him like a couple of days later. He uploaded this video on 4chan or whatever. I would believe that video over any of them. Yeah, that I, I would 100%. say so too. It it is pretty shocking. Uh, some of the prosthetics are actually pretty well done. 
especially the scene when he's cutting off uh, the girl that he captures nipple. It actually yeah. looks fairly real and very convincing. So uh, he, uh, aside and the bathtub penis, there's the bathtub. Ah, penis. Yes, we cannot forget about the good old penis. Uh, see, <laughs> that is pretty good. But so, uh, do you have any more films to mention to the to the snuff film genre? Because I think we could probably, if you have more, go ahead and mention them. But I, I'd say if if you don't, we could probably move on to the actual. Um, like actual murders that were filmed and would almost be right. counted. I would as say stuff. also look for the experimental filmmaker Nick Zed. Nick Zed. I'll just leave that on there so people could go ahead and Google Nick Zed filmmaker, and that's it. Okay. And then we'll go on. No, I'm actually it's a good one. It's I'm good actually one. a treat. I kind of want to just stop podcasting and just Nick. I'll, I'll mail you. I'll mail you some DVDs. Oh God, I'm scared. I'm not going to be on a list or anything from the DVDs. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. All right. That's good. So I would say, um, I don't know if if you ever heard. uh, Oh, well, another film that we actually didn't even mention was Cannibal Holocaust. That is a big one for animal rights activists. Yeah. Yeah. Because technically nobody was actually murdered. When that film came out in 1980, Actually, I'm surprised it actually came out in 1980 because it looks like it came out in the 70s. But technically, I mean, right. yeah, it's right on the cusp of 1979. It's it? when like the 80s were still the 70s. Yeah, pretty much. And um, it was made by an Italian director named, uh, I'm probably going to say his name completely wrong. It's Ruggiero Diodato, I, I, I guess. Uh, and he was actually charged um, because after the film came out, there was rumors that he actually murdered the film and if you've never seen this film yes. or heard of it but I'm, this is like every on everybody's list it was actually even remade uh, well not remade it, it, um did you see green inferno i did i actually saw it in the movies i actually saw both of them in the movies okay so uh green inferno is actually not a remake it's just about the film that was that they found right right okay yeah okay so that's what the green inferno is it's basically a, a prequel if you will of the movie and um and so uh the italian director he was um like i said he was he was actually charged because the film is about cannibal holocaust is basically about these group of um filmmakers who went out to kind of do a documentary type of thing you know sort of like a national geographic or planet earth and they went to this tribe who are known as cannibals they ended up being killed by the cannibals and it's all kind of caught on film uh and i'll be honest the movie's kind of boring. The only good thing that the movie has going for it is the fact that they show these gruesome murders. Because they actually, there's a, a, seems to be a common theme with these type of um, horror movies. There's a penis. Uh, yes. <laughs> there's a penis yes. scene in that film. Um, it's there's actually, always going to be some sort of decapitation or eating of a penis. Yes, because those are the most shocking. Those are things that you don't really see in like mainstream horror movies because this is Edgelord City with these type right. of films. Um, but, you know, again, uh, he was charged because the murders actually look so real. But he actually, uh, what he did to actually kind of give more of like a, like, oh yeah, these were real murders was because he actually had the actors who were in the film sign um, like some type of, what is it? What is that word that I'm looking for? C- the C- DNA. Yeah, the DNA. No, the, Wait, CDNA the, or CNA? The, oh, NDNA. The yeah. non-disclosure uh, agreement. Yeah. yeah, the non-disclosure agreement. The ND and whatever. Welcome they, to the podcast. <laughs> yes, welcome to Strange Talk Podcast where <laughs> you listen to us and we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But anyways. Uh, but we did a lot of research. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you wouldn't think we did, but we did. But uh, they had basically signed a non-disclosure agreement form. 
uh, where they basically had to go into hiding. Uh, I think it was five or six months after the film released, just so that way they could keep the illusion of like these were actual murders. Um, but when the Italian police and other countries started, you know, seeing this, thinking that, hey, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? These people probably did get murdered. They had to actually, you know, appear in court just so that way Ruggiero Re- Diodato was not actually charged with murder and reckless right, endangerment. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I will just attest that I've met him in person. Not that this is even relevant. So I'm gonna throw it in. There. <laughs> you kind of just—that's like you just throwing your big dick on the table right there. Like, oh, I met I've him. met him, and he's fabulous. <laughs> no, I actually went to like a, a midnight screening of of Cannibal Holocaust, and he was there in attendance, and he signed a big dorky poster that I brought, and he was actually really cool. So for all of that. All of his PETA animal killings. He was a super nice dude in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's a weird thing about it was that um, although a lot of people believe that the murders of these people in the film that are just simply acting were murdered, actually, they were not the ones that were even harmed. It was all the, all the deaths that you see of the animals including uh, a spider, an innocent spider just hanging out on a tree. That like, fucking turtle, man. That turtle oh, shell and the scene. turtle, yes. Uh, all those were actual on-screen deaths of animals. So, um, yeah, that's why PETA kind of – they had a field day with that uh, film, as you see. They PETA, definitely did. PETA's just a fucked up fucking thing themselves. Though. That's a whole other topic of itself. That's too. another episode. Yeah, that's that's like a, we could do the PETA episode and the president episode. Yes, not the pedophile, but PETA as in the people – um, right, and then we can do an episode about pitas. Now we've lost everyone. <laughs> now we've lost it. Okay, so having talked about the snuff film genre, I say it's safe to move on to actual snuff films. But technically, because of the definition of snuff, these are not snuff films. Although I know it's confusing, but bear with me. I know it's confusing, but it's a snuff films. These are technically snuff films, but they aren't made for the sole purpose of profit because technically Toy Box Killer, uh, there's been plenty of serial killers who have actually recorded their murders or recorded them doing um, harmful, hideous, heinous acts to their victims on film just simply for their pleasure so they can rewatch it. Like, um, what's what? there's even a movie kind of where... I always thought that part was so fucked up in the movie. Uh, what was it? Um, it stars the guy. Oh, I can't think of his name. Um, he plays uh, the fucking blue guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. What is his name? He, oh, Batista? No, 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 no. He plays the blue guy. Not not the grayish green oh, looking dude. Oh, um, the, the, guy yeah, no, like a, the guy that always yeah, has like a you're... country accent. No matter what yeah, movie he's Yeah, from Walking Dead. Yes, oh, my Walking God. Dead. What is his name? Oh, I'm so bad right now. We were gonna talk about him. I was ready. <laughs> but he plays in that movie, a good movie, by yeah. the way. Um, oh. Henry Portrait of a Killer. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah, yes. Henry yes. Portrait of a Serial Killer. He plays in that movie, and that's loosely based on the actual Henry. <laughs> and uh, in the movie, I I always thought for some reason it's not even an act. They don't even do anything really like disgusting or shocking, like say August Underground would it's just simply them watching like it's you just see them torturing a woman and they're going to rape her and the film decides to just back out like the camera like pans out and it shows them watching it like it's not actually Mm -hmm. happening you're not viewing the audience isn't viewing the actual crime at the moment 
they're viewing Henry and his friend watching what they just did to that woman over while they recorded it on video. Like that, I don't know why. For some reason, that just disturbed me way more than actually seeing like actually her getting raped or something like that. Right, right, totally. But enough about the film genre. Um, but like I said, serial killers have been recording their dirty, hideous acts and everything. But we're going to start with this one guy. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of him. I'm pretty sure you heard of him because this is something ready. that's been passed around. It's almost like it's kind of like when your great grandfather gives you like his army watch or something that he kept in his ass during World War II as a POW. But that's, I mean, I would want to <laughs> receive that because it's from one of my favorite movies of, of all time. So are you because you get the reference, right? <laughs> True romance all day. Okay, I was actually more referring to Pulp Fiction, but uh, well, well, True Romance is good too because it's actually written by Quentin Tarantino. Wait, isn't that from? Isn't that in True True Romance? Uh, I'm, I'm, I, done. I'm hanging up. I'm leaving. I don't believe it is. I do. Go to bed. I do know. I was more referring Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. How can we edit that out now? Okay, here we go. Let's, I, we, let's if rewind. you want to cut it, we could cut it. <laughs> no, I think it's even better if we leave it. All right, we'll leave it. So uh, guerrilla podcasting. Yeah, that's true. We're, it's, a, it's, it, it's a snuff. It's a snuff podcast. It's just we're, we're murdering our our episode and not an actual person. <laughs> <laughs> so the person that I'm referring to, uh, people have probably seen this. Maybe you've seen it that you're listening to this right now. But it happened back in May of 2012, and it was actually known as one lunatic, one ice pick. Yes, sir. Okay, have you seen the actual footage of it, though? I have, unfortunately. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, the film that I'm referring to, One Lunatic, One Ice Pick, is about Luca. The actual guy who committed the heinous act was a man who filmed himself killing and dismembering Lin June, a Chinese international student, before mailing okay listen to this are you ready before mailing june's hands or is it june or is it jun i think it's john i have it as john okay so john's hands and feet to elementary schools and federal political party offices and this all happened in canada um and that man's name is luca rocco magnota magnota i have yeah i have magnota too okay yeah so yeah that's that's what he did um he murdered the chinese international student and in the film he begins to actually stab him over and over but not only doing that okay not only doing that um i actually don't have anything uh, i thought i did and this is for doing the research and everything oh um here we go uh so um Okay, so there, it, the, on May 25th of 2012, an 11-minute video titled One Lunatic, One Ice Pick was uploaded to bestscore.com. Oh, we haven't even touched on that either. Well, we'll I was going to save that. I was going to save okay, that. Okay, Rocky the Collector is going to have that shit for you. Um, and it's depicting a naked male. Okay, and that male is the Chinese international student, Jun, or Jun, Jun Lin. Oh, it's actually, it says here it's pronounced... Wait, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> Lin, is it pronounced Karen? It's pronounced. It's actually pronounced Greg. No, it's actually pronounced uh, Lin Yun. I guess that's how you pronounce it. But anyways, uh, back to actually, it's uh, um, depicting Yin Lin Yun 
um, naked and tied to a bed frame, and he's being repeatedly stabbed with an ice pick and a kitchen knife. Then, after being stabbed numerous times by the kitchen knife and the ice pick, he actually begins recording him, <sighs> dismembering him. Followed not only by this, to add insult to injury, acts of necrophilia. So he actually, Luca actually begins <laughs> raping. Manhandling this yes. poor individual. Yes, and penetrating in all kinds, and even making new holes, uh, if you will. Um, so Welcome to podcasts <laughs> after dark. Yes, please. Again, this is not for youngins. This is not for little kids. But if you are a little kid and you, you're listening, I mean, you already passed the point of no return. You might as well just continue on. The right, right. But I am not liable for any damage caused to your mental health, nor is Rocky the Collector. Nope. Not so Luca uh, uses a knife and fork to cut off some of the flesh and gets an actual dog to chew on the body. He gets his, his dog to chew on the body. All of this is happening while he's playing the song 1987's New Order, True Faith. And there's a poster. I saw that too. I thought that was crazy. <laughs> yes. And a poster <laughs> for the film, 1942's uh, film, Casablanca, is on his wall. Why did they have that bit of information? I don't know. But yeah, that's actually My grandmother loved that movie. It's, love that movie, it's actually a pretty decent movie, and it's it, it's a good one. We're we're going off subject on this, but yeah. as a film <laughs> film buff, as somebody who pertains like well, as a self proclaimed film buff, uh, Casablanca was actually a movie that the studios didn't even want to make, and the director wanted to not make it. He felt like it was a stupid movie. He felt like it was going to be horrible, but he made it anyways, and it is heralded as one of the most classic like films ever in cinema. So, you know, I, I mean, listen, I would agree. My grandmother would agree. Mostly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rocky, the collector's grandma would agree. <laughs> that should be on the, like the, the anniversary. She would, love that. Shit. <laughs> that, that, that. That should be like on the, the, like whatever next anniversary. Yeah. It should be on the DVD case, like Blu-ray, like even Rocky, the collector's grandma would have loved this movie or loves this movie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so it was posted on Best Score, which we haven't even talked about, but I believe Rocky the Collector has all the little snippets. I know we only talked about one murder, but you know, we gotta pan this shit out. Uh, we talked about Luca, but now we're gonna dive in. We're, I have another, you know, serial killer, not serial killer, but another snuff wannabe makers, I guess, if you will. Um, for layman terms uh but i'm gonna leave it to rocky the collector to actually go into um what we have today and what we first had when it comes to snuff and gore so go ahead and take it away well thank you sir so yes like strange talk has said i would definitely say that luca is up there and also you guys might remember the gentleman i don't know why i'm calling him a gentleman herman <laughs> mayus from germany who found a i believe it was a foreign exchange student to that he met on a forum and this is where we're going to bring it into like the four chans and the best score mm -hmm. he met him on a forum of the cannibal buffet ah yes cannibal where buffet. he picked him up and he fed him i believe it was 40 sleeping pills and a bottle of cough syrup because he wanted to eat this guy. So he fed him all of these pills and the cough syrup. 
and he proceeded to videotape it and attempt to eat his penis in various ways because again it's back to the penis again Mm -hmm. and when the eating of the penis failed he then cooked it and then fed it to his dog um and he then i believe put him in a bathtub full of ice where he proceeded to then pass out and then wake up and then pass out and then he eventually just stabbed him to death as well and, so and he... then i'm sorry continue <laughs> no 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 it's all right i was going to say those were the two that were more i guess i want to say prevalent around that time and then as far as best score which we were you know kind of touching base on you had best score but when I was a youngin and was like, all right, well, now I've been scarred to death from Faces of Death and whatever horror movies that I can get my you know, hands on. My big thing growing up was Rotten.com, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Oh, yes. Very familiar with. Some of those images still stick with me. Now, the thing with that was they were mostly just actually they were pretty much all at the time, just images. And then you had best score. Now, the thing with best score, fast forward decade, you now have video with the photos, Mm -hmm. which makes it way, way worse. The actual seeing, I I mean, I feel seeing a decapitated head versus watching a head being decapitated is obviously far worse. Then you have the subreddits of 4chan and then, you know, obviously the later 8chan there is no stop to the internet's fascination with this, whatever genre you want to call it. If you want to call it snuff, then yes. But like you were saying, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, it's what constitutes, again, like you said, a snuff film. The only thing that I've managed to find that would actually, in my opinion, constitute a snuff film because something was filmed and things were actually exchanged for money, would be the case of Peter Scully. I don't know if anyone listening is familiar. I actually kind of hope you're not. I kind of hope... I'll admit it. I am actually not familiar with Peter Scully. Isn't that one of the creators of the Simpson franchise? I think not. Oh, that's Mike Scully. That is Mike Scully. That is is Mike Scully. (laughs) Yes. But Peter Scully is the primary, I don't want to say he wasn't the creator of, he doesn't even get that much credit, of a website called, and please do not go and click on it, because you will be put on a watch list, called Hurt to the Core. And essentially what it is, is the bottom of the barrel of where any depraved individual, pedophilic, whatever you want to call them, will go and essentially upload their content. And the reason why I would consider the only proven snuff website, not even snuff film, just a snuff website, is because you would have to pay an upwards of $10,000 to be part of this group. So essentially, I forget exactly the year, but he uploaded a film called, and again, you can... Google the content in the person, don't Google the film, called Daisy's Destruction. And I will not essentially leave it at that. 
but I will say that he is responsible for the death of children who he tortured and maimed and then filmed it and then uploaded it to this website. He was since arrested and he is serving life in prison in the Philippines. Wow. You know, I don't think I've ever heard of that. And the website again, what is that called that you should not go to? Hurt to the core. Hurt to the core. Is that um, a dot com or is that dot uh, org dot net dot tour? I would say it's a it's not a dot org because I don't think they're for profit, <laughs> but they are. <laughs> you never know. They're making a profit. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, the content. I mean, they've actually busted. They did a whole ring to find different individuals on here but essentially it was like 10,000 was the base minimum and you can pay upwards of you know a million for a living individual when you oh, talk about okay, true so, depravity okay now I know what you're talking about I have heard of that it was like yeah. it, it was part of the, it was almost like an urban legend type of thing when I remember back in the heyday of uh, uh, hearing about a website like that, like those, it was almost kind of like, um, it was almost like those uh, rumored like webcam, you pay to see right, somebody right. die type of website. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. I never knew the creator of it though. I never knew. Well, it was kind of, him. I know that along the lines like Eli Roth, this was one of the websites that he heard about that made him do Hostile. Really? It was the idea. Yeah, it was the idea of going to another country, paying whatever amount of money, and then just shooting someone in the head. And, and it he saw yeah, advertisements for this, and it, he based the whole thing around it. Yeah, it's it's I, I supposedly hear rumors that supposedly you can do that in the Philippines, that you can just go and they call them red rooms. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that is fucking crazy. But yes, I do I I do remember hearing hurt to the core. So do not go there. If you, unless you want to be on an FBI most wanted, uh, well, right, FBI but, watch list. Right. So definitely do look up Peter Scully and Daisy's Destruction if you don't want to sleep at night, but don't click on any links. And all I will <laughs> say is a little subgenre to that genre is something called, and you may have found in your search, called Crush Films. I don't think I have. Uh, you have been doing uh, more research than I have, I will say, sir. <laughs> when we got ready for this, I was on board. No. <laughs> I you only probably tell are you on the watch list yourself now, so I would say please I'm be careful. I'm sure I am. I actually got a book that was flagged. <laughs> that was flagged once, but that's a different episode. <laughs> but so I only tell you this because our kids watch YouTube, and this was like a YouTube thing. Ew. So it was called it was called Crush Films, but apparently there are soft crush films and hard crush films, and what that means is so I don't sound like a crazy person. Soft crush films is people that upload videos of themselves crushing like cans below their feet oh, or my... crushing various like squishy objects. Oh God. My daughter watches stuff like that. Right. So she... those are some my kids do too. That's why I found this. She watches more I... of the, the, I'm sorry to cut you off, but she watches more of the fucking cars running over stuff. I don't yes. know if, do your kids watch the same thing? Yes. Dear I Lord. swear to God they do. Yeah. I, we gotta unplug them. We gotta unplug Ugh. them. Too much, too much tablet time. <sighs> oh my god. So, so to make things darker, hard crush films are people that have uploaded videos of them crushing animals under their feet. Uh. So snuff films, 
but for animals. And those are the only two things that I've managed to find outside of the other ones that we mentioned that could technically be considered snuff films. And and, and these and and this crush hardcore crush films, I guess you could say, are on YouTube. Those are they speculated like the whole you know moma mama videos they speculated were being spliced into because it's always peppa pig we're being spliced into peppa pig <laughs> i have personally have never found them i found the soft crush soft crush i haven't found the hard crush on youtube but i do know that they do exist okay so outside it's, it, of youtube okay so outside i outside of youtube makes sense whereas like uh, the whole momo thing and the whole fucking uh the whole I don't know if you ever heard of this YouTuber, but that whole splice of the Peppa Pig incident thing, uh, that might have very well have just been a prank video. I don't think right. it was actually meant for nefarious purposes. It was more, I think it was a prank, but that character that you see spliced into the Peppa Pig is actually a YouTuber uh, by the name of Filthy Frank. I don't know if you ever heard of him or anything. Right, right, right. Okay, so yeah, he, he that's a video, one of, that's like just out of context, that was from a video that he made back in the day right. and he's actually now a recording artist that goes by the name of joji you go filthy frank with your bad self yes so that's the, so that whole thing i think that was just made by like some edgelord kid that decided to let's hey let's be funny and let's just make something stupid and i think right. uh, and just by unlucky like coincidence this mother who's actually paying attention to what her kid's watching uh happened to see it probably I, but i think that's what that whole fiasco thing was but Oh, good it's Lord. just mass hysteria. Yeah, that's it's all. Mass it hysteria. It's like old wives' tale type of things. Like you shouldn't like sit too close to the TV because then it'll make your eyes go bad. And technically, it can, but it's not because you're sitting close to it. It's just the fucking radiation emitting from TVs. But that's a whole different right. topic. <laughs> that's another episode. Which exactly. We can do. Yes, that is actually very true. Uh, so uh, moving on, do you have any more about websites and and gore and rotten.com and the um NYC or the YNCY or what is it the Youth Network Channel, I think it's called, or YNC.com. I don't know if you've ever heard of that website. No, I don't. What is that? They're they're an actual. Um, they're also a gore website too, where they should. It's not more focused, like let's say best gore, where they just show like gore just to show gore. They're more. They kind of uh, have the image, I guess, if you will, of like a kind of like a respectable news website they 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 kind of um they kind of hint towards the fact of like we're showing you the world for what it actually is type of thing Mm. but you also are getting news so um that's actually that website is um where i saw um the beheading videos uh back during the 2004 uh like iraq war and everything and right uh, what's that one called uh, the YNC or the NYC, I believe it is dot com. Yeah. yeah, that one. That that uh, it stands for like the Young News something, Young News Channel or the Naked News Channel. Not Naked News, not Naked News, not Naked News. That's a totally Ooh, different that's thing. a different search. <laughs> yeah, that's a different type of news uh, place. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's where I actually seen the beheadings uh, when they captured like the journalists and the right, soldier. Right. Uh, one of them I didn't think was that bad because it was kind of spliced in a way where it wasn't actually showing movement. It was showing like image after image in a video format of him cutting the head off. Um, right. 
the one that actually fucked me up the most was i believe of the photojournalists uh, because that one was an actual recording and it was, um, it's still, I'm not going to lie. When I, I've, where I got kind of most of uh, my information to, not so much my information, more of just getting my mindset into the snuff topic was, uh, there's a good documentary, um, hard to find, but surprisingly enough, I found it on Netflix back in the heyday of when Netflix first mm. started. So that could be the reason why they even had the documentary. It was called um, Snuff. Uh, the history right. of the film of killing in film or killing f- for profit, I think is what it's called, but it's called snuff and it's a documentary basically tackling the subject of snuff, just exactly like we're doing. So if you want to see something interesting about the topic of snuff, then go check out the documentary snuff, a history of killing and film, I believe is what it's called. But yes, having back to the topic of actually seeing the video of the decapitations, the beheadings, of during the Iraq war and Afghanistan and everything, those ones for some reason always stuck with me because just hearing the horrific screams of it's the gargling, the gargling. Oh, God, me. yes. The cartel videos are the same. All the Mexican cartel videos are oh, always the same. It yes, gets me every time. Yeah. So and technically, those would be considered snuff, but again, uh, just through the technicality of that, they're not actually being made for profit. I guess the only ones profiting from it would just be the traffic that these websites that are sharing these videos are actually the ones profiting off of them, not so much a specific person. Because technically a snuff film is like, say, for instance, Rocky the Collector uh, met me in the back alley somewhere and said, hey, I want you to film yourself naked, knee high in chocolate milk, drowning a kitty cat. And he gives me a you know certain amount of money that would technically be snuff, because only if you do it with sunglasses on. There we go. <laughs> Prerequisite. That's it. So everything was fine. Got to have the sunglasses. That's for dramatic effect. <laughs> that would be technically snuff, um, but technically these are not snuff films. But it, I know it's confusing, but it is snuff. It's just not the definition. The the, the actual definition of snuff films um but the cartel one i have seen too i've actually only seen one i haven't seen all of them i just seen the one where it's the uh the dude chops one of the guys head off with a machete or a knife and then the other one he chops off he doesn't even chop his head off he just kind of just slices his throat with a chainsaw there's that one and then there's another really crazy one where it's a guy outside of like I don't know where he's outside of, but they caught him stealing money and they, I don't even know how long ago this was. I, I, I mean, it had to have been best score, but they cut his fingers off first and like, he must've been like either drunk or on drugs and they cut his fingers off first and he doesn't even really react that much until they start chopping his head off. Oh God. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm just never going to sleep and I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I'm a tax paying American. <laughs> I don't know why I do this to myself. Yeah, th- those uh, I w- I would say I would say those ones are pretty brutal just to hear them. <laughs> and as you can probably hear, that's my daughter screaming bloody murder. <laughs> but no, it's not snuff film. Uh, it's that not. Is, that is, is just we are not recording. We do not agree with any of the content featured in this here segment. Yes, it's we don't agree with what the acts are to, like that are being portrayed in the films or in real life of what we're viewing it's more just because let's just face it we're all morbidly fascinated by death we may not have the stomach for it but all of us 
are fascinated just by that. I mean, humans have been long, like, just fascinated with brutality. And I mean, take, for instance, Romans, the gladiators, you know, the gladiator arenas. Those were people fighting to the death. Medieval times. It's acting, but it's still technically to the death. Right. I mean, we still go to it. We still go to boxing matches and we still go to football games. But it's not Viking football and it's not boxing boxing matches to the death. Yes, but it is some... It still retains somewhat of the brutality nonetheless. Um, but now moving on from the websites that would be considered snuff, like bestscore.com, which I don't think ron.com even actually uploads anything anymore. But I will agree with I'm you. I'm old. <laughs> I will agree with you on, on, I think, not so much actually seeing the decapitation. For me, it's actually the audio. Hearing the yeah, hearing the yeah. sound would is is actually what gets me more because I think if you just see images, your brain kind of tells you because you're in shock because you're like holy shit that's that's somebody's head on the floor and that's their body and you can see the blood. Your brain just tells you to kind of calm you down because you you technically you may not believe it or not you may not believe it or not but um, <laughs> you may not believe it or not but your body kind of psychologically goes into shock and your brain's like whoa you're watching something you're not normally used to so i'm going to tell you it's fake so you think it's fake right it's so it's just kind of a way that your brain kind of tells you like hey calm down take a breather you kind of saw something you're not particularly used to it's fake don't worry about it right. yeah it's fake i a, got you a, a- a coworker actually it's i mean i don't say it's funny but a coworker <laughs> while we were getting all of this going when we were talking about doing this episode when i was like man please have me on a coworker <laughs> showed me a video i don't even know why like i don't even know this guy like like that for him to be sharing this with me he's like mac i show you this video and i'm like all right and he shows me and it's like some like train station in india and it's a guy like walking back and forth. And I'm like, all right, I know this is not going to end well. Yeah. And the guy just like lays over the train and just lets it run him over. And like in an almost, I it's fucked up, but I'm going to say it in an almost like cartoon manner, <laughs> his head like hits the security camera. No way. I swear to God. And I'm like, dude, like, why are you like, do you, he's like, oh man, I know you got that like podcast thing. I'm like, but that, like, I'm like, well, I'm totally going to use that. But, like, come on, man. I was going to go to lunch now. This guy not, or did he have an erection when he was showing you this video? I mean, it was partially erect. Okay, so he had a chance. wear aprons. Oh, okay. It looked like it was, <laughs> there was, a it was like tent. a partial tent. Okay. No, uh, but, okay. But when you saw the scene before his head actually hit the security camera, was there um, a, any type of subtext or anything that said, please put on your 3D glasses now? There should have been. Ah, okay. There should have been. And I probably <laughs> still would have put them on because this is why we're recording this. <laughs> that's okay. I'm going to hell for saying that, but that's fine. But um... It's all right, man. I'll save you a beer. It's all good. <laughs> so uh, moving on from uh, just covering websites and everything, now we're going to delve back into um... – so these people technically would be snuff filmmakers had they not been caught and i'm pretty sure rocky the collector knows about them i'm pretty sure uh maybe you listening to this because you have a morbid fascination with just true crime in general but there's nothing to feel shamed about that there's nothing to feel wrong about that because americans well not particularly americans but every human on earth always 
has been morbidly fascinated and curious just in general about true crime. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say so. Um, but this I case, heard they even got podcasts now about it. Oh, uh, I know. Right. <laughs> it's not like we're doing that right now, but um, I don't, I'm, I'm going to not, I don't even know if I want to attempt to say this name because it's Ukrainian. Um, just and do it, man. just do it. Okay. So, um, the case in particular that I'm speaking of that maybe you guys and Rocky the Collector has probably heard of this is the Dininpro Petrusk Maniacs. I'm not That sure. was good. I don't know. That was good, man. I, I, did I, it. I'm pretty sure I fucked that up. So if you speak that Russian or you know how to like you just know how to pronounce it, uh, go ahead and reach reach to me at Strange Talk Podcast and let me know if I fucked that up or not. But basically these guys were like serial killers. They they make Eric Kleboy and um wait i'm getting those names wrong they just make the fucking columbine fucking kids look like pussies compared to mm-hmm. i would say they were uh, yeah i would say that these these people are a lot more but anyways um so these kids what they did okay um was they wanted to create snuff films just for the purpose of actually making money for it. Actually, they first started off as just killing animals and filming it just simply for their pleasure and enjoyment. But one of them actually, it's rumored. I don't really know if it's confirmed or anything, but what they, what one of them did was actually um, go onto a, a Russian forum website and they talked and discussed with people to see about actually making films of them murdering somebody so they can actually get paid for it because one of the guys of the two thought maybe he could actually create a pretty good penny from doing this. Um, But what they did was on late of June of 25th in 2007, their first victim was a 33-year-old woman. I'm going to probably mess up and butcher her name just like they did to her. Just pull the Band-Aid off. (laughs) Yekaterina. Ichenko, who was, was actually pretty good. Ah, okay, thank you. <laughs> who was walking home after having tea at her friend's apartment, and according oh, to Seyanko's confession, which is one of the perpetrators, he and Suprenyuk, which is the other perpetrator, were out for a walk, and Suprenyuk had a hammer. As Ilchenko walked past, which is a woman, Suprenyuk spun around and struck her in the side of the head as her body was found by her mother at 5 a.m. Within an hour of the first murder, the two men attacked their next victim, which was Roman Tatrevic, as he slept on a bench near the first murder scene next to, um, what is her name, uh, Yitketrina Ilchenko. Um, so she, it was actually not even that far from where her body lied. Um, the two men uh, attacked Roman as he slept on the bench and then Tetravik's head was smashed with a blunt with blunt objects numerous times rendering him they basically fucked his face up so much that he couldn't have an open casket at his funeral it was unrecognizable at that point it was so beaten Jesus. in yes that his family could not even have an open casket and the bench was actually located across the street from the local public prosecutor's office hmm. So on the 1st of July, there were two more victims, Yevgenia Krischenko and Nikolai Serchuk, and they were found murdered in the nearby town of Novomoskovsk. 
on the night of 6th of July. And then three more people were murdered in Dino Prepexpic. It's the name of the fucking place that they're from. Right, right, right on. The first was of Igor Nekvoloda, a recently discharged army recruit who was bludgeoned while walking home from a nightclub. Uh, mind you, all these murders that occurred were actually filmed, but only one, okay, only one yep. of these uh, videos was actually somehow obtained from somebody and was Fuck actually me up for years. Yes, and was actually put online. And that one's actually known as, um, I think it's called Three Men and One, Three Boys and One Hammer, or is it Two Boys and One Hammer? Do you remember the name? I think it's two guys, one hammer. Okay, so two guys, one hammer. Yes, um, and you you've seen the you've seen the actual footage, right? Yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty yeah, messed up. Yes, it is not. You got some gargling in there. When <sighs> the gargling happens, yes. I'm, I'm out. You know, the gargling is called um, the death rattle. The death rattle. Yeah, mm-hmm. then I'm out. When I hear that, I'm out. Yeah, the death rattle. That what you hear the gargling. Is the person choking on either blood? It's it's actually a combination of blood, uh, saliva, and just fluids that secrete from the throat as you die. So that's what you're hearing. Is that's also known in in the medical field, um, known as the death rattle. I believe is what it's called. It's just like a- we're getting <sighs> medical as fuck. Yes, um, but that's what that is when you hear somebody gargling and they're dying. That's them just taking and choking their last breaths um but yes that video it shows um um so let me actually get to it uh most victims were killed using blunt objects including hammers and steel construction bars which are actually featured in that scene um blows were often directed at their faces leaving them unrecognizable many victims were also mutilated and tortured some victims had their eyes gouged out which in that video they do to that guy and not only that the one that kind of not even the gargling fucked me up. Like, that fucked me up. But what fucked me up even more was after they fucking bludgeoned him to death, a piece of his skull breaks off and it exposes his brain. And they even talk to each other in Russian saying, I wonder what would happen if we stabbed his brain. And they stab his brain. Yep. And that part really fucked me up because it was just another... It's just to see, like, some... Like, these... It's like... A cat playing with a dead mouse or a bird. That's like the equivalent uh-huh. of that. And and that that's just that's what gets me more than just seeing the gruesome brutality of how fragile the human body really is. But I would say that's it for um the snuff killings. There's more. There's um like Rocky Collector touched on with the the cannibal guy. There's even another one. Um, I believe that one Japanese guy. What what is his name? The Japanese guy that murdered that woman and ate her, and he's actually walking oh, yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he. I believe he filmed oh, it too. Shit, I had that run down too. Yeah, I believe he filmed it, but it, it's never been circulated. There's rumors supposedly that it's online somewhere that you can find it. I remember back in the heydays of LimeWire. Um, supposedly there was video titles of like that Japanese dude's name plastered saying video of him eating the woman. He supposedly right. recorded it. Yeah. But that, but I remember, um, actually accidentally I was downloading a movie off of LimeWire back in its heyday of, um, of, uh, when it was around, I was downloading, I, I want to say the movie 300. 
by Frank Miller. Okay. Okay. By Frank Miller. And when I loaded it, it was just a person um getting murdered not murdered but i guess in a way yeah but i because i there's no context these videos don't come with context they come they just hey watch it you're gonna watch somebody that found the real snuff (laughs) yeah um there's a person on the ground he was tied up had a blindfold on his on his eyes and they shot him with the ak-47 you just see his face just like there's no face anymore it's like a magic trick it was just gone after that surprisingly enough there wasn't a lot of blood as you would think um at least not right away. Oh, you, there actually is. Holy shit. No, there actually is a video very similar to that that I've actually seen. And it was a there was a guy. I don't know if it's the same fucking one, but it was a guy who had raped this this guy's like sister. And it turned out that the guy whose sister got raped was like a drug kingpin. And he really? found this guy, and they held him down, and they like totally just fucking like shot him to pieces. That was a big video that circulated for a while. I wonder if that's the same one. Wow, I it could have been. I I don't really i I only re, like it's because like my, I think my brain just told me like, hey, that's too fucked up for you to remember. So I only remember snippets of it. The only thing I can just remember is him just lying on the ground. I want to say he was wearing like either orange looking pale uh button shirt maybe uh gray slacks i think yeah i think it's the same one okay then, yeah crazy. yeah that is the one that i saw accidentally because That's i thought wild. i was watching the movie 300 <laughs> back that in the library days that was not a deleted scene from 300 no i assure you <laughs> it was the unrated version never before seen in theaters but um just touching on snuff still we haven't even, see there's so much in the world of snuff technically through technicality um I don't know. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't because um, you live in a different state than I, but here uh, in some cases, maybe there's been some for you where you're from. I'm not sure if you want me to say that's why I'm not actually alluding to where you're from because I don't want to, you know, give it away because people are going to be like, where the fuck is he from? I live in Montana. (laughs) He lives in Montana. No, Uh, but uh for instance, like deaths on the news would technically, for that matter, almost be in a way snuff because you're actually witnessing a real on live, you know, death. But if you don't know, in network news, uh, they actually delay the footage 30 seconds. They're actually supposed to, but there have been times where they either didn't know or they didn't think it was going to happen or just somebody screwed up in the fucking news van that they're recording this shit from. But I remember the first time that I actually saw an actual death was actually because of the news. Uh, I don't know if Crazy. you, I don't know if you heard of this case. I don't know. I don't know the nat the the nam. I don't know the name of the man. I don't know. Uh, nam. <laughs> the only. <laughs> well, yeah. Even even the Vietnam War, the fucking photojournalists that were recording everything and taking pictures. Some of that was actually shown in the Time magazines. One of the most um, infamous and you know well known photos was of um the that little girl i don't remember her name where she's you can see half of her body kind of burned and she's running that 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 most famous film technically that would be snuff in a sense but it's just not made for profit Eh, well kind of because the that photo that guy got paid for that photo i imagine um but so going back to what i was talking about the news that's the first time i actually saw like a real life death other than watching faces of death. Cause I watched faces of death when I was eight years old. I believe that was when my cousin showed me, I was staying the night at 
their house and he's like hey you want to watch this movie i was like sure and i don't remember going to sleep that night but anyways um there was this man who uh it was a highway speed chase and this man was driving on the freeway and as he was driving on the freeway news helicopter and you know everybody's talking giving their dialogue about oh what's going to happen next did he run out of gas or something he's sitting in his car it's a white truck maybe you've seen OJ? it at a, no not oj that's a white bronco <laughs> but uh, almost wrong wrong guy but this man uh he was actually white not black but uh he's sitting in his white car there he has this dog which i will still remember it's a golden retriever um and he's sitting in the truck and I don't know it why. I don't know what happened. I like to believe, I like to think that maybe he had Molotov cocktails in his car. Mm. Um, because when I later decided to go back and watch, rewatch the video, because you can find it on YouTube if you're actually morbidly curious, um, especially you, Rocky, if you want to go and check it out. Um, there is a man. He's sitting in his white truck. He's on the highway. There's a golden retriever in his car. Some reason out of nowhere, it takes about 20 minutes to get to it, I believe, his car bursts into flames. And he jumps out of the car. He takes his pants off because they're on fire. He's He has a shirt on, but the lower half of him is naked. You can see his fucking dick everywhere. It's just flopping around. Uh, he gets out. Uh, his dog burns alive in that car. I remember oh, seeing that. No. Um, so he goes back to the trunk of his truck and he lays out a blue tarp. It might have been before the car even burst into flames. I'm just trying to remember it from seeing it so long ago. I was in elementary school when this happened, mind you. So this happened in the Damn. early 90s. Uh, yes. So uh, he he lays out a blue tarp and on the tarp it says, please um, blame uh, my HMO for this or blame the hospitals for this. Uh, this is because the reason why he even did this to begin Damn. with, he went to the hospital. He, I think he killed the doctor. I'm not sure if he killed a doctor or if he just shot at a hospital, but what happened was I believe he had some type of disease or incurable cancer or something, which is the same thing. Um, but he, he, uh, went to the hospital and shot it up because they denied him, a surgery because of his insurance. His insurance did not cover it, and he would have to pay up the ass because our country's healthcare system is a lot more brutal than some of the stuff that we see in these films. That's like some jigsaw shit right there. Mm -hmm. Oh, kind of is. That's probably what inspired it. Uh, But yes, uh, so he laid out the blue tarp. I guess he sees no way out because the cops are closing in on him. They have their guns drawn. He has a shotgun, and he grabs a shotgun. He lays it down. He puts it near his foot, and then he proceeds to shoot himself in the head. And the news did not cut away from any of it. Uh, They showed everything. And you can see the top of his head blow off like a toupee in the wind. And you were just trying to watch The Simpsons. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually actually watching – I don't remember. I know I was watching cartoons, but uh, my mom – she was really into I think that's where my fascination with like uh true crime started was because my mom always would watch the news. So therefore I technically had to watch the news because we were not rich or well off at by any means. So we only had right. one TV and we all had to share it. So whatever my mom wanted to watch the news, we would all have to watch the news. So that's kind of where I see in my first death was that. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that case or if you've ever seen that. I don't know the man's name. But yeah, that's what happened. Um, he went to a hospital. He shot up the place. I don't know if he killed anyone. He probably did, I imagine. But he blamed his death and everything on the hospital and health insurance and things like that. So 
Yeah, I would say. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's when I saw my first live death. So, yeah, that, that technically would be snuff in a sense, too. But by the definition, no. that would That would be. That would be. Someone's making money off of it somehow. Mm-hmm. So, what would, like, I, I think, I think we've talked enough about snuff. I know I'm <laughs> stuffing my face right now. Because I don't want, I have, Do it, man. I have sushi, but I don't want it to go fucking bad. Do that. Eat it. Eat it. It's, it's all good. It's been out. It's, it's late as fuck already. It's two o'clock in the morning for me. Jesus. I'm on New York. I'm on New York time. Oh, well, so you just was, gave away where you're from, so that's fine. I know. He was being far too kind, so I <laughs> wanted to alleviate any mystery. So I, in fact, am located in New York. I'm not going to say where. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know where. But death is an everyday thing for me. All right? I grew up with it. I've seen it. My first day of school, I was stepping over dead bot. No, I'm kidding. But I mean, it is it is pretty far. I mean, I've seen. I've definitely. We could do a whole podcast about things that I've seen. But yes, I'm a native New Yorker, born and raised. I, I've I've always wanted I've always wanted to visit New York. I've always wanted to go to New York because I just I want to be the person that just walks in the street and have like a taxi honk at me, and be like, "Hey, I'm walking here." <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I'm, I'm stupid as fuck, but I, I'd want to do that so bad just to feel like a New Yorker. We do have museums, too, that you can come check out. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I don't need that. I just, just want to see the people. <laughs> just want to see the people. No, but, but like I have a friend. She, she used to live. She was born in New York, and she was from New York. Uh, she said, like, the city's beautiful, yes, but she's like, people are so fucking rude. She's like, I don't know where people think that, like, they're polite in New York. People are very fucking rude to everybody because it's, I guess it's such a small island. Uh, there's so many people. That's why everybody just walks. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I could definitely contest to that, that in my entire existence, that the nicest anybody has ever been, and it only lasted for six months, was immediately after 9-11. Right after 9-11... Everybody was calm and cool and polite as a cucumber, and it lasted like six months. Oh, my but God. yes, I can contest to that. Okay. People are absolute assholes, and traveling on the New York City subways is just the goddamn worst. I feel like that could be like a whole episode of itself, just traveling on the New York subway. Like, just I got the 10 stories, you... and we'll save those for a future podcast. You, you got to give us just one. Give us just one, because we're, we're, we, I, I feel like we've touched so much on the subject of snuff. If you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I, I thank you for Rocky the Collector for doing this for me. We finally got this shit done. Thanks for having. I feel like we can end on just at least hearing one story of traveling on the New York subway. Okay, so I will say that not even the craziest. You know what? I will say I will offer up. I will offer up one of my craziest stories. I won't take up too much of everyone's time, but I will offer up one of my craziest new york subway stories so this would be back in i want to say circa 2008 i was on the train i had just finished a show and i used to perform in rocky Art picture show hence the name and i was coming home and it was super late and i was super under the influence I won't say what, but I was super there. (laughs) I had fallen asleep. And essentially, to give everyone an example, let's maybe not be a New Yorker. My train at the time was the D train. And (laughs) that just sounds so dirty. The D train would go 
up into, <laughs> and I'm no longer there, so that's why I feel comfortable talking about it, would go all the way to 204th in the Bronx, and then would double back down to Coney Island and Stillwell Avenue. So I got down essentially in the middle. Okay. I proceed to fall asleep. I proceed to ride the train up and down for several hours. I essentially made the journey, which is about a two-hour journey, all in all, maybe two and a half, back and forth. I made it about three times. So it was damn near almost morning. I woke up and was like, all right, what the hell is going on? I don't have any frame of time. You know, like I, you know, I had a cell phone, but it wasn't like the best self. It was probably like a flip phone or whatever. (laughs) And because I've always been like my own amateur, like sleuth, I see that we're stopped in the train station, but the doors aren't open. I see that it's a stop before mine. And I'm like, right, this is a little fucking weird. So I look out and I just see where my train car is, blood everywhere, all over the floor, outside of the train. I look around in the train that I'm in. Like, all right, I'm going to survey the area. I'm now awake. I now need to know what's going on. It was just me and a homeless man sleeping. I'm like, all right, that's standard fare. Now let me focus to what's going on outside. So I look outside. I see the blood. I see gloves. I see cops. I see a whole thing going on. So I'm, you know, I'm, going i'm like all right i want to see over here i want to see over there i'm looking in the nooks and crannies i'm like what does this crime scene tell me all of a sudden from the corner of my eye i see something swing and then a giant like a fucking boom noise the side of my head nothing hit me it hit the pole next to me the homeless man took a swing at me with his cane so i jumped back like what the fuck is going on he starts yelling at me Complete homeless man, New York gibberish. I don't know if that's a thing, but we'll call it a thing. So chilling at me, I'm like, yo, man, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to reason with him. Thankfully, I was in like the conductor car. So the conductor comes out. This really sassy, just amazing, super nice black woman. Doesn't matter what she was, but I'm just, I'm, I'm painting the picture here. So she's like, I'm sorry, is there an issue here? I don't know why I'm trying to do an accent at all, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> you trying to talk jive? <laughs> See, I'm trying to talk this New York jive. She's like, is there a fucking issue? I'm like, listen, I don't have an issue. I think he does, though. Now, I didn't look like home. Like, I didn't look like I was having, like, an overall bad night. Which, I mean, granted, I've been riding the trains for six hours, so I probably was. But I definitely looked better than this homeless guy, if I ever gave myself credit. And he's like... Yelling, and he's yelling, and she's like, come here, sweetie. Come in the booth with me. Like, all right, what the fuck is going on? So I go in the booth with her. All of a sudden, I'm with the train conductor. We're riding to the next stop. I'm like, this is the journey of my life. So we get to the next stop. She's like, sweetie, I'm going to walk you out. I'm going to walk you out of the train station. I'm like, thank you, my savior. So we get out. We get to the train station. We get up. This guy is like, kind of like limping toward me with his cane and i'm like i'm not in the mind frame for this like i'm just gonna get the fuck out of here so i run home wake up the next day i go to work like nothing ever happened i'm on the train coming home the next day i get the same train conductor and i see her now this doesn't happen often you're not gonna get in a city this big you're not gonna get the same train conductor like that or the fact that you're gonna see them 
So I see her and I'm like, all right, I got to ask. I go up to her. I'm like, listen, I'm like, I saw him coming up to you after I kind of like got the fuck out of there. I'm like, thank you for saving my life. I'm like, one, what was going on at that crime scene? She's like, oh, yeah, someone was stabbed. I'm like, okay, well, that's normal. I'm like, two, what was this crazy guy saying to you that he tried to like hit me? I'm like, was he just crazy? And she goes, she goes, listen, sweetie, he told me that while you guys were all the way down in Coney Island, before you came all the way back up here, that while he was sleeping, you were trying to fondle his balls. And I'm like, he, he told you what? And she's like, he said he was you were trying to sexually assault him. So he waited until you were about to get off before he took action. And I was like, all right. I was like, I can play this two ways. I could be like, well, that's just crazy and just talk to her or I could play it up. So I go to her. I go, you know what? Honestly, he was right. I really thought he was sleeping. And I just turned away and I walked away. I'm like, I had to do it. I had to just play it. So that is one of my, I mean, I have seen boxing matches. I've seen knife fights. I've seen people pull hatchets. I've seen... You basically just lived the real-life version of the Warriors. Yes. I have actually was on a train. I would say this was about a year and a half ago. I was on a train where someone was hit. And I actually, we were escorted off the train. And I heard the person underneath the train. You could still hear them, like, talking or they're dying or... They were screaming in agony. And I was like, well, I'm going to take a bus because (laughs) I have to go to work. Because it's New York and my commute stops for no one. And you guys live on that New York time. New York minute. And I live on that New York minute. Yeah, there we go. That's to say New York minute. Uh, But, well, we definitely have to do this again. And I would we, love to. We have to hear more of your subway stories because mm-hmm. I know there's got to there's got to be one that's just beyond either beyond belief or just I I don't even have words to describe it. But I'm pretty sure there's something out there that will shock even I I don't I don't even have words to describe it. But <laughs> I guess I think there's just some there crazy are, stuff. They are, listen, they are plentiful. There's even a subway station that doesn't exist. You can look it up. A subway station? But how do you use it? It doesn't exist, but people have been seen getting on the train in between stations. Is that this is a thing? Is that kind of like the ghost train from Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> Either that or like Harry Potter. There's oh. like a stop in between a half a stop. Okay. <laughs> That's actually pretty interesting. We could do a whole episode about that. We'll, we'll record you live. So there's evidence of if you disappear and nobody hears from you again. Right, right. <laughs> I'm in the upside down. <laughs> it could be. There's a Demogorgon like waiting for you. But uh, my God, that's I, that actually sounds pretty cool. I wish I lived in New York because California can be very boring if you lived here your whole life. And just to go see something like interesting and different, a, a different perspective on surroundings would be really refreshing, I think. But Listen, we could do like a, a wife swap. We'll do like a husband swap. We'll just swap <laughs> out for like a month. I actually really like that show, Wife Swap. I, I, I really do like that show. I like watching that show. Even though it's 100 per- like most of it's fake, just like cool. like Faces of Death, I just like watching it. It's 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 good entertainment for me. It whets the appetite. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'd say this would be a good time 
to end the episode because as you could probably hear throughout the episode my daughter is just screaming bloody murder for me and i think it's a good time to end the episode because of that that's the life of being a parent uh, that's it man mine are gonna be up in three hours probably oh I, i'm so sorry for you that i had to keep you up this, this long nah, it's all good i'm glad to do it man all right well thank you for joining me on this episode of strange talk podcast and thank you to the listener for checking out this episode that's dedicated to all stuff but more important thank you shy for giving me this topic um i hope you enjoyed the episode i hope we i hope we tantalize your morbid fascination with snuff and uh yeah so uh stay tuned for next week's episode it's going to be uh this week in crime um and yeah uh, hopefully rocky the collector will be sending me more shit we're gonna do it we're gonna, <laughs> so, do it. We're so gonna that, make it happen because without there's him, so much crime out there exactly the world of crime never sleeps just like new york city crime never sleeps it never does so as always stay strange thank you for joining me